Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Lively Pod. We are back for season two, all about wellness, health, lifestyle, goal achievement, all the things. And I am pumped for this season as we really dive into some fun topics. And I want to hear what you guys want from this podcast. So definitely go on Instagram, DM me, let us be lively, or pop on the Instagram story that will come out on Wednesday if you're listening to it the day that this goes live. Diving right back into it, it has been so long since I last talked to you guys, and that is just honestly because life got crazy. It was so much fun. I wouldn't have traded anything for the world, but it just meant that I had too much on my plate between the engagement, graduation, moving, traveling abroad, hanging out with family, going on family vacations, and then settling into a completely new city. All happened within the span of a few months on top of wedding planning, can't forget that, and getting a new puppy. So my life has changed quite a bit, and I just needed to take a few months off of the podcast in order to kind of give my full self to all the things going on in the present moment. But I'm so glad to be back. Will has officially started med school at UVA. And he's going very, very hard right now through orientation, eight to five every single day, and just kind of settling back into routine, which has given me a lot of time to dive back in to let us be lively. I've gone full time with registered dietitian Amanda Nybert. And so if you don't know what that is, I work as a health coach for her and work with clients one-on-one through her seven-week program as well as um, in her monthly membership. But you can find out more information about that if you're interested on lettusbelively.com where I talk a lot more about it on my blog and things. Anyway, this podcast is in honor of my birthday. I am a Leo, so my birthday was on August 5th, so this is coming back out the week after my birthday. I had an awesome birthday filled with lots of puppy time, time with Will, good food, friends, all the things that you want kind of on your birthday except for family, but I got lots of phone calls and FaceTimes from little ones and things, which made it fun. So in honor of my birthday, I've seen a few podcasts like this now, so I wanted to do one for myself, but it's 22 things I've learned in 22 years. So since I just turned 23, I figured I would do the 22 things that I'd learned up until my 22nd year, so as of August 5th. And so when brainstorming kind of different topics for these 22 things, it's just different pieces of life advice that I have really resonated with over the years or honestly had a hard time coming to realize that this is the way it is and this is how I feel about things. And so a lot of this has been dad advice or things that you hear in class or Pinterest quotes, 
And so just meant to be a very inspiring episode of reminders and things that you may not think about all the time, but deserve our attention and are a lot of the big life lessons that I've learned, um, you know, in my 22 years so far. And so they're not in any order, so it might seem kind of random, but this is just how I kind of brainstormed them. So I'm just going to dive right in because 22 things, this could be a very long episode, so we're just going to get started. (laughs) Anyway, the first one is invest in yourself. You are your greatest tool and material things can be taken away from you at any point, but no one can take away your experiences. This is something that I have found to be very, very true in terms of like education. I mean, I've been in school every single year up until now. This is the first year that I won't be going back to school and yet I'm still furthering my education with different certification programs. However, investing in yourself, whether that be self-care taking a day for yourself, investing in your mental health, investing in your education. These are things that people cannot take away from you and things that won't disappear like a material possession would. So unlike getting the newest iPhone, how that just disappears within a few years, it becomes basically unusable because of different updates and things. But if you invest in yourself with like a new book instead You're gaining knowledge that no one can ever take away from you. No one can take that from you. And so investing in yourself is something that I've come to learn to be so important in all aspects of our life. The next one is something that I have believed in for a while now, but also something that I find is kind of controversial depending on who you say it to and also how they take it because I think it can be taken in a really bad way because I don't want you to think that I don't want you to be authentic in yourself, but my second one of the things that I've learned is fake it till you make it. I have suffered a lot from imposter syndrome or just not thinking that I'm ready for something or not being confident enough to go out and put myself out there, and something that I keep telling myself has helped dramatically in terms of doing the thing and getting it done is faking it till you make it because for me this has been a big boost in terms of confidence if I can fake being confident like if I think to myself what would a confident person do in this situation and go do it it doesn't mean that I don't think that I'm confident enough to capable to handle it it just gives me that extra kind of support and security that I need to know that I'm doing the right thing. If I can confidently say this is what a confident person would do and then I go do it instead of falling back onto my disbeliefs and onto my insecurities because for me negative thoughts will always be first and foremost compared to positive thoughts. And so if I'm like, no, I can't do it because no one cares. They're just, they're not going to listen. It's not important. But if I say, okay, given that, what would a confident person do in this situation? They would put themselves out there. 
they would do the thing. And so faking it till you make it has gotten me very, very far. And also in the same way, if you're still in school, if you tell yourself, okay, I'm not smart enough. I'm going to fail this exam. Say, what would somebody who is really, really confident and knowledgeable in this subject do? Well, A, they'd probably study like hell. They would probably have notes. They would probably do X, Y, and Z to get the grade that they deserve. And you can just follow in those footsteps. So sometimes taking it outside of yourself helps you realize what you need to do in the situation. So fake it till you make it. Three, you're going to lose friends. And so in my opinion, you should prioritize quality over quantity. You'll lose the friends who don't agree with your choices, and that's okay. You don't exist to please other people. You're not here to make other people happy or conform to what others think you should be. So don't change yourself because someone doesn't agree with your decisions. Be you, and if a friend is unable to accept that you're different to them, then maybe they're not a friend at this moment. Maybe they're not a friend during this period of your life anymore, and that's okay. Your real friends will stick by you and kind of be in it for the long haul. So focus your time and energy on them rather than on pleasing everyone. So this one kind of gets at the idea of like, you don't have to be a people pleaser and it's really hard not to be a people pleaser. Trust me, because I am one. So I completely understand how difficult this is. But knowing who your real friends are and really prioritizing the quality of friendships that you can encounter rather than the quantity of them has been dramatic in changing how I view friends and kind of going from there. Also, sorry if you can hear Tucker in the background. He is right now in the bathtub because he's exploring it and it's just making a lot of noise. Anyway, number four, smile more. This one helps so much in terms of honestly the fake it till you make it too because even if you're in a really crappy mood, you're having a really bad day, if you smile and just smile to yourself, it feels stupid, it will make you happier. I promise. It like has been scientifically shown. There's studies that prove this. I used to read about it all the time in my psych classes, but just by smiling more, it will make you happier. And it's also, it makes other people happier too. So you can do it for other people as well when you're just out and about and you smile at somebody and it makes their day. Five, life is not a race. Take a day by day at your own pace. Not everyone is on the same path at the same time. This one's been hard for me because as an entrepreneur, seeing everyone kind of choose different career paths in college and have different income levels at different times or just seeing them work different lifestyles than I have worked has kind of like added to anxiety. It's like, oh my gosh, they're doing so much. What am I doing? But knowing that it's not a race, knowing that no one has the same circumstances as you, so taking it day by day at your own pace is super important. Number six, and honestly, this one is one of my favorites and something that I find I respect a lot in other people when it's apparent, but... It's also something that 
can be just overwhelmingly powerful, which is listening more than speaking. You listen more than you speak because, well, one quote I heard was, you listen more than you speak because you have two ears and one mouth. Take that as a note. And I just thought that was super powerful because if you listen to others, you can be so much more help to them as well as if you show people that you care, show them that you're listening to them, that you hear them out and then come back to yourself and add in where they can help you or things of that nature, they are so much more receptive to it. And so just really practice listening more than you speak, holding your words, thinking about it carefully before you say it because you can't take it back once it's been said. And so just sometimes all people need to do is be listened to and you can provide that for somebody, which is something that I love about being a health coach. It's actually probably the number one thing that I love about being a health coach is being able to listen to people, hear them out, be that person that they can come to with whatever is on their plate, listen to it and tell them that it's okay, like validate them and then move forward. And you can often overcome so much more adversity by being listened to and heard and then coming to a conclusion rather than just listening to something, listening to them tell you what to do step by step. Number seven, opinion of other people are often reflective of themselves and my opinions of others reflects more on my thoughts than them as a human. So I feel like everyone's heard the opinions of other people are often just reflections of themselves, which I think is true, but that means you should turn it on its head and think about it when you have strong opinions about other people and think about what that says about you. And so it's something that I've used in the past to really check myself and take a mental note of things that I find annoying, repulsive, just things that I really hate. I take a note in other people and see what that says about me. Is it because I'm worried too much about organization or the aesthetics of things and I need to be prioritizing something else? Or maybe it's just something that irritates me and that's good to know so that I can tell other people. And so my opinion of other people has helped me learn a lot more about myself And I think it can help you learn a lot more about yourself as well. Number eight, I just had to include it. Drink your water. I know it sounds repetitive and you hear it all the time. But in my industry, like this is a number one thing. Stay hydrated. Your organs, your skin, and your soul will just, they'll thank you. (laughs) Number nine, talk it out. One thing I learned this year is that sometimes you just need to sit down with someone and lay all your cards out on the table, and voicing things has the power to show you that something that may sound completely valid in your head, that you've had reasoning for in your head, in this spiral track mindset, may sound absolutely ridiculous out loud. So finding that person, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's your mom, maybe it's your significant other, whoever it is, just sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed, 
Talk about every little thing. They don't have to be connected. You can go on these wild goose chases of whatever's on your mind and just lay it out for them and you'll feel so much better. Again, this one kind of ties back to six when I was talking about how listening is more powerful than speaking for other people. So when you're that person who's receiving that, just listening to them will help them figure it out for themselves because they're talking it out. They're saying it out loud. They just need to be heard. Number 10, manifestations and affirmations are not woo-woo. They are a form of goal setting and value affirming, and they are more powerful than most want to believe, and it's okay to do things that people roll their eyes at. This one is one that I've struggled with in the past because I've always been like, oh, manifest your best life. And I truly mean that. Like when I say I write down my goals and it is what helps me achieve it and I say them over and over to myself in order to achieve them, a lot of people look at me and they're like, "Mm, manifestations for hippies. And I'm like, but it's not, you guys. So if you're one of those people who thinks that, I encourage you to go on YouTube, go on Google, and just watch some videos about it. There are scientific studies on affirmations. It's a lot like meditation where it used to be thought of in one light, but now after so much scientific research is going into it, the neural benefits are are coming out and they're becoming really, really powerful to back these once thought of as like woo-woo or untraditional methods of goal setting and achievement. Number 11, more things are often out of your control than in your control. Focus on the ones that are in and not the ones that are out. This will save you a lot of worry. I find in order to do this, I have to journal. This is where journaling comes in handy for me because a lot of times, or even talking it out with somebody else, a lot of times I'll want to control different life situations that I've been dealt that I just simply cannot control. They're outside of my control. Somebody else is responsible for them. And you just have to realize that you should be focusing your attention on the things that you can control. And you will get so much further ahead by working on those things rather than the ones that are out of your control. Because the ones that are out of your control, they'll take up your mental capacity. You'll sit there, you'll worry about them, you'll think them 10 times through, but nothing will change. Whereas if you look at the situation in terms of, okay, I can't control that. What factors around it can I control? Then you have productive mindset of how you can go about tackling that life situation, per se. Number 12, prioritize familial relationships. This one is a huge one for me because I'm just, I'm a huge family person. If you've met me, you know that about me. But also, I was talking to somebody, and if you have siblings, this works for you. But if you don't, maybe you have cousins or friends that you've had for life. But siblings are the people that you spend your entire life with and know your circumstances better than most. And so knowing that, just prioritizing those relationships, as well as knowing that it's really hard to watch your parents age, 
but it makes you grateful for the role that they've played in your life and every moment you get to spend with them from now on. And so just taking note, making family a priority, and putting effort into those relationships for yourself. 13. The small acts of kindness often make the biggest impacts. This can be as small as buying somebody's coffee behind you or even, again, just smiling at a stranger passing by. But it can make such a world of a difference. And I once stopped and asked somebody, I was like, hi, how's your day going? And they looked at me and they're like, no one has asked me that in a week. I am doing great. Thank you so much for asking. It took nothing for me to say that, but it made their day, quite possibly their week. And so just knowing that the small things that you can do can make just as big of an impact as the things that you work a month on. And so it doesn't have to be anything big for it to make an impact. 14. Do things for yourself, not for others. Achievements are completely relevant to you as an individual, so be proud of yourself. I feel like that one stands alone. Just be proud of yourself. Know that you don't have to do anything because other people are doing it. Rather, as long as you feel confident in what you are working towards and you achieve it, that's amazing. 15. Everyone has different priorities and values. This one took me a long time to comprehend, and honestly, it still gets me at times because I'm a very goal-oriented person, and so to meet somebody who doesn't have goals really, really not upsets me, but just throws me for a loop. So it has taken me a while to understand that like it's okay for somebody to have different priorities and values and that they are still living the life they want to lead and they can do amazing things without having the same values. Like you do not have to value achievement whatsoever to achieve things. You do not have to value familial relationships to have good relationships with other people and to have a strong connection and bond with others. And so, for me, this one is just about seeing the world through different people's lenses. Something, probably when I was like 16, when the five love languages were really big, I really began to realize that other people saw things completely different and had truly different values about how they wanted to receive love, give love, things of that nature. And I think that's really powerful to remind yourself of daily that even in work, if you're completely annoyed with somebody at work, try to see things through their lens. What do they prioritize? Where are their goals? Where are their values? And see things from their light and how they're responding accordingly. Because often when you do that, you start to understand why they're responding to you the way that they are. And then you can also help them see where you're coming from. 16. Comparison kills creativity. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that one there. 17. Everyone looks at life through a different lens than you, and you'll never be able to see exactly what they see. 
I feel like this one ties into seven or tied into 15 really well. So I should have probably put them next to each other. Anyway, but it's true. Everyone looks at a different lens than you do. And it's so helpful to try to see it from their viewpoint. 18. You don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. I love this one because I am one of those types of people who likes to be really, really good at everything that they do or I don't like to do it. But sometimes the best memories I've had in life have come from things that I'm horrible at. For instance, like intramural flag football. I loved. It was so much fun to go and do that with all of my friends. However, I was horrible at it and was a cheerleader on the sidelines most of the time, and that's okay. I loved it. So you definitely don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. 19. You are most like the five people you spend the most time around, so choose wisely. This makes up their habits, the way you talk. Have you ever noticed when you're around somebody a lot and they constantly say like or um and then you start saying like or um all the time? This is that on a big scale. So definitely take a look around you. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who can you look out for to be a mentor to surround yourself with people who have the same goals, ambitions, values as you do to become an even better heightened version of yourself. Number 20, leave your mark. You never know who will find it and who needs it when they do. This one is fun because my high school's like motto or saying or whatever was leave your mark. And so it's definitely one that was rooted in my education growing up. But leaving your mark in terms of like this podcast, my blog, my Instagram, just sharing with my community in ways that other people can come across it when they need it and when they need to find it is so valuable to just making a better community as a whole. 21. Y'all, I'm getting tired. (laughs) We're almost done. Anyway, 21. Feelings aren't facts. Feel what you need to feel then let it go. Don't let it consume you and become bigger than it is. This one is inspired by negative spiraling and just different thoughts that can kind of bring you down and knowing that when you're feeling really low or you're feeling really tired or feeling really sad, that feelings aren't facts. Just because you're feeling sad doesn't mean you're a sad person or individual. And so trying to remember that next time, even when you're feeling happy, knowing that happiness will be fleeting and it's your values and purpose that will kind of continually propel propel you forward when happiness dies down. Okay, you guys, the last... Thing, 22 things that I've learned in 22 years is everything happens for a reason and you can find joy in every moment if you choose to see it that way. This one is inspired by the five-minute journal. If you all haven't heard me talk about that before, I love this thing. It just has a bunch of prompts in it that take five minutes every morning and evening, but one of them is gratitude. And something that I've noticed after doing it every single day is I can always, 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 always find three things that I'm grateful for 
no matter how the day went, no matter how the day ended up being. And so just knowing that there are joyful moments in every single day, and there are probably going to be bad moments of every single day, but it's how you choose to look at life and which ones you choose to prioritize and keep in the front of your mind that will make the biggest difference. Okay, you guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope it was super inspiring, motivating. I wanted this podcast to be almost like a Pinterest board full of inspiring quotes that I just hold near and dear to my heart through going through life for 22 years, going through high school, college, graduation, getting engaged, All of these things, these are what I value, the lessons that I've learned over time. And I hope some of them, if not all of them, resonated with you. And I will talk to you next week. We are back to our weekly schedule. Wednesdays will be our podcast day once again. So tune in next week for another episode of The Lively Pod. Bye, guys.